Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Greater Than Podcast. My name is Elijah Merle. So honored and blessed you took out the time to join us again today. Uh, we've got a special treat for you today. You know the purpose of this podcast, First John 4, 4. You are of God, little children, and have already overcome them for greater is he that's in you than he does in the world. What we want to do in this podcast is take what's going on in the world and approach it from a biblical perspective to find that greater is he on the inside of us than he that is in the world. Today, uh, I have a special guest on the podcast today. I'm going to introduce him in a second, but I want to read uh, Mark 16 really quickly, and then I'm going to uh, introduce uh, our guest today, and then I'm going to pray and then introduce him, and we're going to dig in, but I want to read this text to begin with. We're talking about tongues today on the podcast, speaking in tongues, and really the benefits of it, and uh, in Mark 16, Let's start here in verse 15. We know that Jesus has been, he's the resurrected Christ. He's won the victory. We're going to be uh, celebrating at the time of this podcast. We'll be celebrating it uh, this upcoming uh, in a couple of weeks. We had Palm Sunday and then uh, we're going to be celebrating the resurrection. So glad for that. Thank God for it. He says here in verse 15, he's talking to his disciples and uh, last words matter. You know, I was watching a Western and in this Western, there was a guy who was, he had been shot. And he told the marshal who killed him. And the marshal knew with a certainty that, yeah, that's the guy who killed him. Why? Because it was one of his last words. Uh, Last words are important. Now, obviously, we know that Jesus is resurrected. He's not dying here, but he is ascending. And this is an important thing that he says. He could have said anything here, but I want you to get and grab a hold to what Jesus says here. Starting in verse 15. And he said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believes not shall be damned or condemned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. Watch this now. They shall speak with new tongues. And he goes on to say, if they they take up serpents, uh, if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. That's something good to remember in this time that we're living in, that uh, we've got protection. We're not doing foolish things, but we're not moving away from our faith either. Amen. And we see here in verse 18, it says they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And then the Bible says that he was received up after he said these things. It's a powerful thing. Let me pray for you. Then I'm going to introduce our guest today. Father God, thank you so much for this time around your word. Thank you, Father, for the gift of tongues. Help us to see in your word what it is and what it's about and the benefits tied to it. Help us to have revelation, truth and insight that makes us free and takes us to the next level in you. And we give you praise for that right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, guys, please join me in welcoming my good friend. I met this gentleman uh, while I was in Texas, having the honor and privilege to serve with Jeremy and Sarah Pearsons. Under their ministry, I met this man, amazing man of God. This is Dustin Martin. Dustin, how are you, sir? Come on, man. How are you? Good to see I'm you. I'm good, man. For be with good, you. <laughs> good to be with you here as well, sir. Well, uh, Dustin, by all means, before you take us off and go where the direction the Lord's leading you, uh, tell us just a little bit about yourself. Yes, sir, man. We are, uh, as of February 1st, moved to Fort Worth, Texas, and we're based out of there. We are a traveling ministry, and, and uh, after uh, seven and a half years of being on staff at two churches, uh, ministering and preaching and pastoring, God launched us out. And uh, in 2012, we started Martin Ministries International, and we travel all over the world. Uh, Our mission is Romans chapter 1, verses 11 and 12, in short, to impart, establish, and encourage the body of Christ. And so So uh, that's what we're doing. I'm married. This uh, May, 
I can't believe it. It's just it's happened so quick. Will be uh, my wife Mandy and I's 15 year anniversary. So I'm pumped wow, about that. Stuck. Time's flying, and we have two lovely kids. Ezra, he's four, and then our daughter uh, Brooklyn, who is two. So uh, that's it, man. That's who we are. We're loving Jesus, preaching the gospel, having a good time. Man, I'm so glad to hear about it. Well, Dustin, by all means, man, take us on this journey about looking at the benefits of speaking with other tongues. I believe you're going to go to Acts chapter one. Is that where you want us to go here? Absolutely. Acts chapter one. I want to start there. And really, as we're diving into this, this idea of of praying in other tongues, a lot of times you could go the route of trying to convince somebody that it is for you today or to try to to you know, uh, remove from them a, a, a mindset of religion that has been uh, created over tradition and and uh, different uh, you know backgrounds of beliefs. But instead of trying to convince today, I just want to I want to highlight, and I know some things in in your heart too, Elijah, on just the benefits of praying in tongues. And so as we get into that, we look at Acts chapter one, and in verse four it starts off. And it says this, and being assembled together, this is Jesus with his disciples. Jesus commanded them. I think that's so important. I got it highlighted with orange in my Bible. He commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. For Verse mm-hmm. 5, for John truly baptized with water. But you shall be baptized, come on, with the Holy Spirit, not many days from now. And uh, so this was a commandment. This was important to Jesus, to his disciples, that they would be endued with power from the Holy Spirit. I love the disciples because here's Jesus trying to get them to realize, hey, I'm I'm about to to give you a double dose of the Holy Ghost uh, here. And they're trying to make it political. They try to start talking mm-hmm. about political. Hey, are you going to release us from the underneath the authority of the Romans? And uh, Jesus brings it back to spiritual. They tried yeah. to make it political, what Jesus was talking about. He brought it back to spiritual. And we see that in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. He says, but you shall receive power. That's Come that on. dunamis, that that yeah. uh, uh, the dynamite explosive power of God, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you shall be my witnesses basically in your hometown, your city, your state, and the world. Now, what we do is we want to jump over to Acts chapter 2. Okay. Because Acts chapter 2 gives us uh, some insight into the fulfillment of what Jesus just told them. And it says in Acts chapter 2, when the day of uh, verse 1, when the day uh, of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord and in one place. We're going to get into that, I know, a little bit later, but you want to highlight that. One accord. Yeah, you want to remember that. In one place. Verse two. And suddenly, I like the suddenlies. <laughs> there came Amen. a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were uh, sitting. Then they, I'm sorry, then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and, uh, and one sat upon each of them. Verse four is what we want to look at. And they. All right were all filled. I love that. Yeah. They were yeah. all filled with the Holy Spirit. So this this power 
that Jesus said was going to come upon them is happening right here in verse four. And they uh, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, watch this, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So here it yeah. is. We see this fulfillment of them speaking with other tongues. And, and the evidence of them speaking with other tongues was when uh, is when uh, the Spirit of God came upon them and they began to utter uh, 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 other tongues. So just yeah. to kind of lay the foundation now, uh, jump over to First uh, Corinthians. This is where I want to okay. get to. First Corinthians chapter 14. We'll start in verse one. Look at verse two. Uh, but the benefits of praying in other tongues. And one of the things that I use on a regular basis uh, as I pray in the Holy Spirit is to help me with areas of my life that I don't understand or that I don't know what to do. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, Elijah, but have you ever been in a place where you were like, I I don't know what to do. I don't I don't know how to oh, yeah. handle this situation. I don't know how to respond sure. to this person. Um, maybe God's calling you to do something and and you know there you can see it in your heart, but man, it's like, how do you even begin? How do you even start doing that thing? Yeah. In the spirit realm when you pray in other tongues. And I want to show you that right here in First Corinthians 14 1. It says this: pursue love and desire mm. spiritual gifts but especially that you may prophesy. This is something that we're supposed to pursue. This is something that we're supposed to desire. And in verse two, it says, for he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men. So obviously he's speaking concerning praying in other tongues. And I heard a man say this, of course, the Bible, when it was written, when Paul wrote first Corinthians, he didn't write it in chapter and verse, right? He didn't go, okay, guys, yeah. there's chapter 13. But it's amazing to me that God took a whole, uh, it, it, for our sake, two chapters, chapter 12 and chapter 14, to discuss the gifts and the importance of praying in other tongues. You know, yeah, I think yeah. it's so important for us to see that and to say, man, this must be something that's, that's evident. It's something that is, is uh, relevant and necessary for the life that God's called me to live. And so... I like that it says, he that speaks in tongues does not speak unto men, watch this, but to God. Man, how cool is that? When you're praying in other yeah. tongues, you are basically, and not basically, absolutely directing your words straight to God. You're in perfect fellowship and communion with him. For no one understands him uh, as you speak in tongues. You're praying to God, for no one understands him. However, in the spirit, Spirit, he speaks mysteries. He speaks mm. secrets. And so uh, yeah. the things that I, I want to bring out here today, look at uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I'm going to jump over there. Right. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Uh, and let's look at verse 10. We're looking at verse 10. Watch this. It says, but God has revealed them to us. How? Through his spirit. For the Spirit, mm -hmm. what Spirit? The Holy Spirit searches all things. Man, I, I went through my Bible a while back, and I looked at all the scriptures that had all things in it. Because God wants you mm -hmm. to be in the know. God doesn't well, want you it, ignorant. Say that again, Dustin. Yeah, say that again, God Dustin. wants you to be in the know. 
And I think that's something yeah. that in this this talk today, in this time that we have together, I, my part in this is that I want to encourage the listener, those that are tuning in today, God does not want you to be ignorant. See, religion would have you to, to think, well, you just never know what God's going to do. You know, uh, yeah. you know, is God going to heal you? I don't know. Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. As if there's a big Russian roulette will in heaven that God spins and says, let's see if it's your turn today. Click, 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 yeah. click. Oh, sorry, not today. Come back tomorrow. We'll see what happens. No, it's it's not a Russian yeah. roulette. It's not a guessing game. We don't live by chance. Uh, we don't live by wondering because uh, uh, we live by knowing. And and God said this to me, Elijah he said, Dustin, doubt removed. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, God revealed is doubt removed. I want to say it again. Yeah. God yeah. revealed is doubt removed. And any time that God can get you out of a place of doubt, mystery, and unbelief into a place of knowledge, understanding, revelation, and the knowledge of who he is, he, it, it, it positions you in a place of power and authority. See, the devil's the one that wants to keep you in darkness. Uh, the Bible tells us we've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into his marvelous light. The devil wants to keep you in a place of darkness, of, of not knowing, of mystery and secrets. But God wants you in the place of knowing. And I want to continue reading there in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. It says, for the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. Man, I like that. Mm. The deep things yeah. of God. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump to another scripture here. So just keep your place there. I'm not trying to. Uh, uh, jump all over, but I do want to show you some verses that I believe will show you the benefits of why you should yeah. pray in we tongues. Will. And Ephesians yeah. chapter one in the Amplified Bible of verse 17, talking about the deep things of God. Listen to this verse. For I always pray to God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, that he may grant you, who? You, Dustin, Elijah, the listener, a spirit yeah. of wisdom and revelation. Watch this. Of insight into mysteries and secrets into the deep and intimate knowledge of who? God. God. How did you do that? By having the eyes of your heart flooded with light so that you know and understand the hope to which he called you and how rich is the glorious inheritance in the saints, his set apart ones. So God wants you to be in the know. He wants to reveal to you the deep and intimate knowledge of who he is in your life. And one of the benefits of that is that when you pray in tongues, you're not praying unto man, but you're praying unto God. And as it shows us there in 1 Corinthians 14, in the spirit, you're praying out divine mysteries and secrets. Mm -hmm. And that's something yeah. you're praying out divine mysteries and secrets. You're you're praying out the the, a, the revealed will of God. And so can I add something Come there, on, Dustin, I want you real to. quick? Let's preach. Uh, now, see, in 
what he said here, now back to 1 Corinthians 2, mm-hmm. in verse uh, 10, he says, but God has revealed him. Verse 9 says, I has not seen, ears not heard, neither has entered, watch it now, into the heart of mm-hmm. man, the things which God has prepared for them that love him. Then he says, but God has revealed that's him. That's right. See, that's what Dustin was saying earlier. That's what you were saying earlier about people saying, well, you know, you just never know. But God's saying, no, I have revealed him, but it's only revealed by my spirit. It's not by might. It's not by power. It's by my spirit, says the Lord. Mm-hmm. So what we've got to remember here, it says that he, the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. Man, you talk about mind blowing. That's right. The deep things of God. Man, I tell you, that goes past your natural intellect. You can't by any means grab a hold to it in your own self. But notice he says the deep things mm. of God. Proverbs 20 and 5 says that counsel in the heart of man is like deep water but a man of understanding will draw it out so what we're saying here a benefit of speaking in tongues you're speaking out these mysteries you're digging into the well of god jesus said it like this he said there will be a well on the inside of you that's springing up in the everlasting life jesus talked about the rivers flowing out of yes. you that's talking about the well on the inside is a personal use that's what we're talking about mm-hmm. more talking about a ministry of the gifts of the spirit the things that are listed in first corinthians chapter 12 but what we're saying here though in your personal life, what we're saying to you is there are mysteries that can be revealed to you in the spirit. I'm telling you what, you can tap into God's frequency to get his mind on it. Well, what does verse 15, 16 say? You have the mind of Christ. Mm. When you pray in tongues, you tap into God's mind. Or let me say it like this. You tap into God's counsel. Yes. Oh, my. Come on, man. You tap into what he is wanting you to do. Dustin, uh, let's uh, move on here. And we're about 20 minutes in. Let's move on to our second point. So the first point we're saying is it's revelation in the secrets and mysteries. Yes, sir. That's what we're saying. Yes, sir. So the one thing I want to add here as we tie a bow on that point is Jesus said to us that it's given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom oh, of God. Oh, come on. But he said, but to them, or in other words, let's say it like this, to the world, uh-oh, it's not given. Man, I'm telling you, when you pray in tongues, you tap into those divine mysteries. That's it. This is how he reveals them to us. What did he say? He said, the spirit that I'm leaving with you, he said, I'm leaving peace with you. And I love one translation, Dustin, it's the Weymouth translation of John 14. I think it's 27 or something mm-hmm. in there. It says that I'm leaving you peace But it's not, or he said shalom, but not as the world gives its greeting. Oh, I like Mm. that. Because if you know anything about Hebrew culture, what did they say to each other all the time? Shalom. That's right, shalom. Yep. In other words, what Jesus is saying is, the shalom I'm giving you is not just this cute little greeting that you get at church or when you come to the temple. I'm not talking about some cute little greeting. I'm talking about my peace. I'm talking about article i'm talking about true wholeness so when we've got this whole spirit on the inside of us when we pray in tongues what we're doing is we're tapping in to god's frequency the mind of christ and it's revealing unto us those mysteries that jesus said is given unto you to know yes sir come on i love it and so that's thing so in uh in zephaniah uh zephaniah here the the second point of the uh, that this is what the lord brought out to me i shared it with dustin come on man Uh, I say it's, a, it's an amazing thing. And uh, here in Zephaniah, I know that some of your pages yeah. are stuck together there. Yeah. But here we go, nonetheless, Zephaniah chapter 3, verse uh, 9 here. He says that I will restore to the people, oh my God, a pure. Yes, sir. 
that they may all call on the name of the Lord to serve him with one consent. Mm. But if you look at the New King James, it literally says to serve him with one accord. Yes. Oh, what it doesn't tell y'all to remember in, in Acts 2, that they were in one place and that they were in one accord. Yes, sir. What <laughs> I'm telling you, when they got in that place, God said, I'm going to restore to the people. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, a pure language, a language that they can tap into my frequency. They can receive from me directly visions, dreams. This is something that was prophesied. Yes, was. Peter was going to say, this is that that was spoken by the prophet Joel. And this is where God is bringing us into this deeper level of intimacy. Yes. And I want just to kind of comment on what the Lord showed him about the pure language. And, but before that, Dustin, I want you to, there was a quote that you, I heard you say about um, intimacy and uh, about um, religion. Yeah. And uh, do you, you know what I'm talking about? Can you share that? Oh, quote? absolutely. You know, again, one of the things that praying in tongues does is it, 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 uh, it breeds, if I can say it that way, intimacy with God. It brings you to a, I, I like to say it this way. It brings you to a higher level. Uh, of, uh, you know, a higher level with your intimacy with God. And, you know, uh, I was praying one day and God said to me, Dustin, I want to, I want to break the mindset of religion in the hearts of men. And that word religion popped out to me. And I said, man, you know, Lord, what, what what's your thoughts when you say religion? And uh, mm -hmm. God said, Dustin, religion is wanting uh, results without intimacy, Man, so that you you wanting results. It's not about the plan or, or yeah, the project, the procedure, the you know the program. It, all of that has to become secondary to the uh, understanding of what is God saying and revealing to me. It's that's praying in tongues. Really, is bypassing the natural limit and the natural uh, uh, barriers that your natural mind tries to hold on you and allows you to go up to a place of uh, a higher level where you come boldly into the throne room and have uh, communication and, and fellowship with the Father. And so that's, yeah. that's the whole goal here, that God's given us this, this tool, this, uh, this ability to bypass the, the, uh, see when you, you know, when you pray in tongues, man, the devil's standing back, you know, dumbfounded. He don't know what you're saying. He don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, it's, you're bypassing that and you're going right into the kingdom of God, because here's what you have to understand, uh, about words, about whether you speak a word in a language you understand, or you speak a word that you don't understand. Words are containers, if you've been yeah. in the household of faith at any length of time, you've heard words are containers and they can either hold faith or they can hold doubt and unbelief. And so when you pray, the Bible says in Jude 20 that you pray in, uh, when you pray in the Holy Ghost, you're praying in your most holy faith that you're releasing mm -hmm. words that are filled with faith believing God for his perfect will to be manifested in your life. The Bible tells you when you pray in tongues, you pray out the perfect will of God. You're building yourself yeah. up. You're giving thanks well. Those are just three easy things that happen when you're praying in the Holy Ghost. And to comment here on the pure language, I, I, you, Elijah, you and I were bringing this out the other day when we were just kind of uh, thinking about this podcast. Yeah. But Genesis chapter 11 and in verse six, I want you to hear this about a pure language because Zephaniah, real, I mean, this is, 
it, it was it was seen here in Genesis, prophesied in Zephaniah, and then it's fulfilled or brought to fruition in Acts chapter two. So but it says this in Genesis six eleven, and the Lord said, "Indeed, watch this. The people are one. I call this the power of one. Yeah, yeah. there's something that happens when you get into unity, oneness." That all of a sudden barriers come off. I say it like this: uh, where there's unity, there will be productivity. Yeah. Where another thing is where what's the devil's fight against unity? Division, division. Where all of a sudden this is so good. Where there is two yeah. visions, mm -hmm. so good. You could say it this way, where anything that has two heads is a yeah, monster, yes, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and so what's the devil want to do? He wants to come in your family, your, your business, uh, your church, your community, and he wants to bring division, division. Why? Because if he can get us at odds with one another, if he can get us out of our love walk, then he can begin to bring division, separation to where now there is no productivity. Mm. And we see this, this, this truth here in Genesis 6, 11, 6. Indeed, the people are one, and they all have, there it is, the pure language, one, one language. language. Yeah. And this is what they begin to do. Now, this is what I love. Now, nothing that they propose, or another translation says imagine. Mm -hmm. That's so yeah. important. Nothing they imagine to do will be withheld from them. So there was a wickedness in their heart. And God says, man, this, that, here's what happened. I don't know. I've never studied this out if this is true or not. A lot of people preach this and say, well, this is where French, German, Spanish all began. They all began to speak different language. Here's what I believe happened. That when this, this change happened is if I said, uh, Elijah, let's build a wall or let's build a fence. In this scenario, there would have been a perfect translation or, or uh, transfer of the image that was in me of the fence I had in mind was by me speaking a few words was instantly translated into your heart where we instantly saw the same image. Mm. And we both had the understanding of how to build that wall. Yeah. And um, so now today, I mean, you know, if I say something to you without really explaining it, man, you may have a completely different uh, idea of what I'm trying to say to you. And that is the importance of the word of God. Why? Because it unifies the image that is in God concerning you and your situation on the inside of you, where now you begin to see the way God so sees. Good. And so it, it just says now nothing would begin uh, uh, to be withheld from them. And what I love about this is that as you were saying, there is, there's been with tongues, one of the benefits is there's a, re a restoration of a pure language that when you speak it out, it's unified with the plan, the will of oh, God, and you're perfectly praying out the, the God's will for your life. Because when we say mysteries and secrets, you have to think of it this way. They're not hidden from you. They're hidden for is, you. Yeah. And praying in tongues helps release that 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 plan, that that will that God has for your life, and unifying again where there's unity, there will be productivity. You begin to see God working both in you, both the will and the do for His and good I tell pleasure. You, so good, I love so that, good. Uh, let's go to um, Romans eight because there's something that pops up to me when we're talking about this. There's something that right here 
that if we get it, this may revolutionize some people. And if you're not speaking or I believe wanting to speak in tongues after this, if you're not, I'm telling you what, I don't know what's wrong with you. This don't set you on fire. <laughs> your wood's wet. You, no. There it is. Your wood is all kinds of wet, man. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. some good stuff. But in Romans chapter 8, I want to bring back out what Dustin said. Dustin said when he was reading Genesis 11, uh, he said there in verse 6, so this is what the Lord documents for us. The Lord said, indeed, the people are one. They all have one language. This is what they began to do. Now, nothing they propose That's to it. do will be withheld from them. Oh, let me say it like this. When you pray in other tongues, oh, my goodness. Uh, this is going to revolutionize you now if you're listening. We've got ears to hear it. When you pray in tongues, you're praying out of this pure language. Just mm. like for them in Genesis 11, it's like for us today. Nothing you propose to do will be withheld from you. Thank you, Jesus. Because you're praying, you're getting it out of God. You're drawing out his counsel, his plan, his will. Let me show it to you. I'm telling you, Dustin, this is what I'm saying. That may sound extreme. I love it. Here's what I'm saying. I'm saying that anytime you pray in the Holy Spirit, you're praying the perfect will of God. Yes, sir. Every time. 100%. Every time. Why? You know how I know it? Because it's not your mind. You're yielding Mm -hmm. to the spirit of God. Let me give you the verse that proves what I'm saying. Romans 8, verse 27. It says, and he that searches the heart. That goes back to what Dustin was reading there in in Corinthians chapter 2, chapter 1 or 2. I forget where it was now, but it's the same thing there. He that searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the spirit because he, the Holy Spirit, makes intercession for the saints. There it is. According mm-hmm. to the will of God. Time out. Let's Thank put you, that Jesus. together with First John 14 and 15. This is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears. Yes. And if we know that he hears us, we know that we have the petition that we desire mm. of him. Ooh, I'm telling you what. If you have Come a on, real man. revelation of it, most of your praying would be in tongues. No wonder yeah. Paul said, I speak in tongues more than all of you. Because he knew that if he could get align his tongue, this is that unity again, like we said about um, in Genesis, how they were all unified, that oneness. If we can align his tongue with God, man, oh man, it'll bring about God's purpose and perfect will in his life. Where I like to say like this, praying in tongues guarantees a bullseye. It is. Come on, I like that. Guarantee the bullseye. Because I know you've ever been praying. That's what he said there in verse 26. The spirit helps our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. I'm telling you, have you ever been there? It's kind of like you're shooting an arrow and you're just missing the target. You're just missing it. You're praying. You know, you have this burden. You're praying it out. Maybe it's about finances because, you know, in the time that we're living in right now, a lot of people are going through financially. They're going through with fear and different things that they're trying to to work through. Mm -hmm. And you're trying to pray about these things. But it's just like you just are just missing it. You just miss. But I'm telling you, when you pray in the Holy Spirit, for lack of a better term, I've seen a few uh, I don't, a romantic comedy comes to mind where I see a, a the, you know how the guy when the woman doesn't know how to play pool, he'll kind of get behind her and he'll kind of guide yeah. her hand and be like, OK, this is how you do it. I know that's a move that he's making, but that's what this, the picture that I see, because we're there's a type of us being like the bride of Christ where. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. The Holy Spirit takes part with us. He partners with us is a better way of saying it. He's our prayer partner. Oh, my. Goodness. 
Yes. You have on the inside yes. of you a prayer partner that has never got no. He's never received no. <laughs> you know, the answer is always yes. Always yes. All of God's promises are yes and amen. Why? Because we're not doing it from our head. We're not doing it from our flesh. We're doing it from the spirit. And this is a powerful amen. thing here. I want to read a thing here in the Passion Translation, and then uh, Dustin, uh, let you chime in, and then I want to share a testimony, and then we'll wrap up. Sounds good. In Romans chapter 8, and uh, what we just read here, but I'm going to read it in, in the Passion Translation, verse 27. God, the searcher of the heart, knows fully our longings, what we're longing for, yet he also understands the desire of the Spirit. Oh, this is so powerful. He knows our longings, but he also understands the desire of God's spirit because the Holy Spirit passionately pleads before God for us, his holy ones, in perfect harmony with God's plan and our destiny. Good God. Come on. So when we pray in other tongues, it's a perfect unity and harmony. What Dustin said earlier about that oneness is that harmony with God's plan and our destiny. Dustin, jump on in here. Come on, man. I just wanted to just comment on what you just mentioned about yielding your tongue and and, and submitting it to uh, the Holy Spirit. You know, James chapter three talks about your tongue is like a rudder. And really it's, 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 it's like, you know, it's wicked and who can tame it. And there's something that talks about, man, when you yield your tongue to the Holy Spirit, allowing yourself to to pray by faith, man, it's you're bringing a complete control over your tongue and enabling God to speak through you His perfect plan, will, and destiny for your life, and uh, and and just seeing the miraculous come to pass. Really, simply just by saying, God, you know, back there in in, in Romans. It says it talks about our weaknesses, not knowing what we ought to pray for, not knowing what we ought to do. Yeah. Uh, but the spirit does. Uh, let me, I want to read it. Romans 8, 26. It says, likewise, the spirit also helps in our weaknesses or in the infirmity and in the lack of knowing what to pray for. And that word help means to take hold together with us against. Yeah. So the Holy Spirit's there with us uh, to uh, together with us against the, the weakness or the circumstance that we were facing that we don't know how to handle. Yeah. And it goes on, says, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And then it goes on to the verse you read. Now he who searches the hearts knows the minds of the Spirit because he makes, here it is, intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And I'm telling you something, man, when you take time to yield your tongue to the spirit of God, and that's exactly what you're doing, allowing the the, the spirit of God to pull up, to draw out Elijah, like you talked yeah. about, uh, uh, rivers of living water and releasing that by faith, uh, man, there's no limit to what God can do in your life, what he can reveal to you. Uh, the I mean, I heard one guy say it this way, you know, prayer is the track, the train track, if you will, that your life runs mm. on. The more that you pray, the more that you spend time declaring and praying out God's perfect will in tongues, the more track that you're laying out ahead of you for your life to run on, man. It's just, it's, it's, it's a, it's a powerful 
tool. And, uh, man, I just, I'll just tell you this, man, I don't know how I could do my life yeah. without the, the, that gift sure. that God's given us to pray things out, uh, to see things we haven't seen before, to, to get into that place of harmony and unity with our language and to, uh, fall into a place of, of, um, seeing God, uh, uh, through our prayer language, uh, his will coming in, you know, being prayed out for the destiny that he has on our lives. It's, it's powerful. It really is. I and, love uh, it. The, so the three points that we've had so far, guys, as we begin to wrap it up here, number one is revelation into secrets and mysteries. This is the benefits. We're just, there are many benefits, but here's just three that should get the wheels turning in your heart and mind. Uh, it's, it's, it's that revelation. Point number two is the pure language. He said, I'm going to restore to mm. the people the pure language. And he said that when they had this language with that oneness, that unity, nothing was withheld from them. I'm telling you, if you pray in the Holy Spirit, you pray in tongues about that issue, it's a guaranteed yes from God. Or let me say it like this, it's a guaranteed move of God, him to move, Mm. him to do. Maybe the answer isn't yes. Maybe maybe there's some things that you're missing in the Spirit, but I guarantee it'll move God. I guarantee that the will of God will be accomplished and it will be for your benefit. And then finally, we see here that it's, it's in perfect harmony with God's will and our destiny. I want to share a quick testimony. Uh, as I said it earlier, I met um, Justin uh, by being a part of Jeremy and Sarah Pearson's uh, Pearson's Ministries there in uh, Colorado now, uh, starting to work there. I'm so thankful for them. We love them so much. Dustin, he speaks highly of them, friends with them. He knows them too. Uh, we just love us uh, some Pearsons. Isn't that right, Dustin? We love the Pearsons. Yeah, amen. Uh, got, Come on, Legacy Church, man. Listen, man. We, we love them. <laughs> I just want to say that. We love them so much. But anyway. I signed up to be a part of the internship while I was here in Branson, Missouri, serving with my spiritual father, Keith Moore, serving at the church uh, in kids, clean team, different things like that. I like to say it like this. Uh, I'm a boss now because pushing a broom taught me patience. Come on, somebody. I'm telling you, come on. Faithfulness <laughs> is the shortcut. That's what people don't realize. I went from mopping the floor to being an ordained reverend. Now, that's another message. That's, the Lord is good. Come on. But anyway, during this time, before all this happened, though, before I was ordained and all that good stuff, um, I signed up to be a part of the Pearson's uh, internship and it came back denied because of the simple fact they were pushing their television ministry. And I didn't have any experience in that. Now I wasn't bitter. I wasn't hurt. Sure. You know, I wasn't like, oh, come on, man. But I knew in my heart, I was, you, you ever known in your heart, Dustin, you were supposed to do something. You were supposed to be there. Mm. It's almost like there's opposition. Yes, and like I said, I'm not saying that I was n- nothing against them. I love them. And I would have loved them even if I didn't join. I just love them so much. But I knew I was supposed to be there is what I'm saying. So the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart and he tell me, Elijah, is what he said. Elijah pray 15 minutes in the spirit every day about it. Man, I can do that, Dustin. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah, yeah. I like that's that. something I can do. So I prayed in the spirit yeah. about it. I remember praying and I remember saying, Lord, you're gonna have to take this away from me because I feel this burden so strong in my heart. I know it's from you. You're gonna have to take this away from me. But I remember praying in the spirit about it. Fast forward, I get a call from one of their associates and uh, a text, I should say, and it said, Are you still interested in being a part of the internship? Well, is the Pope yeah, Catholic? Right. <laughs> of course, I'm still interested, man. So, uh, and so we had a phone interview. It went great. Fast forward, uh, Miss Sarah, later on, we met up at a believers convention, and she looked at me in the eye and said that I've been accepted. But what happened here? I was able to pray in the spirit. And what did we say it said in the Passion Translation? It links and connects in perfect harmony God's plan yes, with our mm. destiny. I love My that, man. Goodness. 
It was God's plan all the while for me to be with the Pierces. It was his plan for me to be joined to them, to, to be a help to them, to the best of the ability that I had to be a help. And it was also my destiny. So how are we going to link the two? Because we've got people like, that's what Dustin said. He, I don't know how people can do it mm. without God. We've got people who know that their destiny, they know what they're called to do, but they're not. What they're missing is bring it within harmony with God's plan. Oh my <laughs> goodness, that's good. So when we pray in the spirit, we hook up our destiny with God's plan, making yes. it prosper, making it bring forth fruit and fruit that will remain and stand the test of time. So anyway, I prayed in tongues. And like I said, it, it ended up happening. The Lord supernaturally moved and put me on the Pearson's heart, even though I was not accepted. What am I saying? I'm saying that when you pray in the Holy Spirit, you're basically saying, Jesus, yeah. take the will. Shout out to <laughs> Harry Underwood, because your, your, your mind, your will and your emotions, that's the soul. That's what the spirit of faith is, is overriding the soul of man, because my soul was wanting to be vexed, wanting to be downcast as, as um, David talks about. But I said, I'm a hope in the Lord. I'm a channel. I'm a channel of the spirit of God. And when I prayed in the spirit, tapped into God's frequency, I tapped into God's mind, I touched his plan and it linked God. It's like that picture. You remember that picture of the two men? I think it's God yeah. and Adam, right? And their fingers yeah, yeah, are yeah. about to touch. That's, what, that's the image I see in my heart about this. We're perfectly mm. linking God's plan with our destiny. And when that touches, tremendous oh. power. Is Dustin, would you lead us uh, in a prayer? I want you to share your testimony of how you got filled really quick and then say a quick prayer for everyone as we begin Absolutely, to wrap it up. man. I love that. So uh, I, I love telling my testimony how I got filled with the Holy Ghost because I was at a gospel bill uh, conference where uh, Pastor Willie George was doing a whole conference for all these kids and I'm there and I don't remember why, but I didn't get uh, the Holy Spirit during the conference. And so I went up to one of the ushers. I said, I want to, you know, my parents were with me and they said, Hey, our little, our son wants to receive this, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So they took me behind the stage, man. And my mind was blown. There's the puppets getting put in the, yeah. in the, you know, the crates and the, 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 the big mm -hmm. dog was taking his head off. And, but the cool thing I remember is Gospelville, Pastor Willie George got down on one knee with the red scarf and his cowboy hat and he looked me in the eye and he said, do you want to receive the Holy Ghost? I said, yes, sir. He grabbed my hand and he did a very simple prayer. And he said, now, I thank you, Lord, that he receives it. And he said, now, I just want you to take a deep breath and I want you to start. And so I did. And man, I came out and I was Shunabuka, Shunabuka, Shunabuka. <laughs> and I remember my dad said to me one time, he <laughs> yeah. said, Dustin, can't you pray anything else? I was like, it's all I got. Shunabuka, Shunabuka, Shunabuka. And I love telling that testimony yeah. because so many times people want to, they, they get excited. That's me. I want it. I want to receive all that God has for me. And then there's some kind of a hang up in their mind that they got to listen. When you're a baby in the, in, in different areas of life, you don't come out. Hey dad, how you doing? Give me a steak. No, you come out and you're yeah, no, no yeah, exactly. going on, man. You're goo goo gaga. And it's no different with your heavenly yeah. language. It starts off just like when you're a baby. And so it's just like it was for me, just simple syllables. But I just want real quick, Elijah, I want to pray for everyone listening today. If you if you've not received the infilling of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, I want you just to clear that the, your thoughts of difficulty, that it's not for you, that it may happen someday, but not now. 
And I want us to go to the word of God and know that it's so simple that you can be filled with the Holy Ghost. And as I pray today, I want you to lay your hand on your chest simply to bring your awareness from your mind or your head down to your heart, to your spirit. And I want you to agree with me in prayer. And then I'm going to count to three. I want you to take a deep breath. And I simply want you to begin to speak out of your spirit whatever it is the Lord gives you. Let's do that now, Elijah. Father, I thank you right now for everyone listening, for them taking the time to hear these words. And I thank you, Lord, that right now that you fill them with your Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues in the name of Jesus. One, two, three. Shatara makuse, mambambam, bribe site, bakasa, tarababa, socho, torimakande. God, I take authority right now every, over every lying devil with, that would try to speak to somebody and tell them that's not it. You don't got it. It's not happening for you. And I thank you, God, that just like a young child would begin to practice and to mimic the words of, of their parents and those around them, that God, these individuals would get around some spirit filled tongue talkers. And they would begin to practice their heavenly language and begin to step into the fullness of what you have for them. We thank you by faith. It is done in Jesus name. Amen. Come on. Amen. Thank you, you so much. Buddy. Justin. I want to share and uh, I want to share one more verse real quick. In Jude 20, he, he referenced this. He said, Build yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. But he goes on to say, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, if ever we need to keep ourselves in the love it's of God, now. it's now. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on in the world, what we see going on right now, the COVID-19, all that stuff. We've got to be keeping ourselves in the love of God. And what has happened? Perfect cast love casts out fear. Cast yes, out and that's what people are dealing with right now is fear. But I'm telling you, when you pray in the Holy Ghost, when I started praying in the Holy Ghost, I started, I sounded like it was like Commander Kelly, Super Kid, Southwest <laughs> Believers. And it started, and it started with the uh, Incredible Hulk, something like that. It sounded like I was saying the yeah. Incredible Hulk. You know what I mean? It was, it was this random thing. But over time, you develop mm. and grow, and is what I'm saying. But as we're doing this, we're keeping ourselves in Thank the you, love Jesus. of God. Hey, Dustin, if people want to get in contact with you and, and, uh, uh, what social media can absolutely. they follow? Yeah, absolutely. Contact. We're on Instagram and Facebook. And of course, you can go to Facebook. And then my uh, connection there is Dustin, all lowercase, Dustin O. Martin. And that's both for Facebook and Instagram. And uh, our our website is under construction, but you definitely can go there. It's getting built every day. But Martin Ministries.tv. And those are probably the best formats. Come follow us, hang out with us and uh, connect with us. We love to, uh, to encourage you and just find out who you are. Dustin has that. He, he has devotionals, little clips that he posts on his social media that will Absolutely. encourage you and feed your faith, especially during this time. You can follow me on uh, Instagram on at I am Elijah Merle, uh, Elijah, E-L-I-J-A-H-M-U-R-R-E-L-L. Uh, I am Elijah Merle. And you yes. can follow us. We want to hear from you. We want to get in contact. We want to build this community of faith, especially if you're starting to speak in tongues. We want to uh, be able to point you to mm -hmm. some good teaching, some good material. We want to build your faith on that. Dustin, we love you so much. Thank, Thank you so much you. for being a part of the podcast today. Guys, I love you so much. Uh, you know what we're doing here in the podcast is to build your faith and to encourage you in this world that we find ourselves in. We took a little extra time, but I believe it was good. And I believe that it quickened you if you had 
the ears to hear it. I love you guys so much. My name's Elijah Merle. That's been Dustin Martin. And I want you to remember this. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Oh.